Chapter thirty eight of Women of History. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Women of History by Anonymous. Anne, Duchess of Pembroke. This lady was daughter of George Clifford, Earl of Cumberland, and born in fifteen eighty nine. She was first married to the Earl of Dorset, and secondly to the Earl of Pembroke. She had a clear soul shining through a vivid body. Her body was durable and healthful, her soul sprightful, of great understanding and judgment, faithful memory, and ready wit. She had early gained knowledge as of the best things, so an ability to discourse in all commendable arts and sciences, as well as in those things which belong to persons of her birth and sex to know. For she could discourse with virtuosos, travelers, scholars, merchants, divines, statesmen, and with good housewives in any kind, in so much that a prime and elegant wit, Dr. Doan, well seen in all human learning and afterwards devoted to the study of divinity, is reported to have said of this lady in her younger years, that she knew well how to discourse of all things, from predestination to sleigh silk. Although she knew wool and flax, fine linen and silk, things appertaining to the spindle and the staff, yet she could open her mouth with wisdom knowledge of the best and highest things if she had sought fame rather than wisdom possibly she might have been ranked among those wits and learned of that sex of whom pythagoras or plutarch or any of the ancients have made such honourable mention authors of several kinds of learning some of controversies very abstruse were not unknown to her she much commended one book William Barclay's dispute with Bellarmine, both as she knew of the popish persuasion, but the former less papal, and she said, had well stated a main point, and opposed that learned cardinal for giving too much power, even in temporals, to the Pope over kings and secular princes, which she seemed to think the main thing aimed at by the followers of that court to pretend to claim only to govern directly in spirituals but to intend chiefly though indirectly to hook in temporals and in them to gain power dominion and tribute money and rule being gods to which the roman courtiers and their partisans chiefly sacrifice as she had been a most critical searcher in her own life so she had been a diligent inquirer into the lives fortunes and characters of many of her ancestors for many years some of them she has left particularly described and the exact annals of diverse passages which were most remarkable in her own life ever since it was wholly at her own disposal that is since the death of her last lord and husband philip earl of pembroke which was for the space of twenty-six or twenty-seven years from this her great diligence as her posterity 
may find in reading those abstracts of occurrences in her own life being added to her heroic father's and pious mother's lives dictated by herself so they may reap greater fruits of her diligence in finding the honors descents pedigrees estates and the titles and claims of their progenitors to them comprised historically and methodically in three volumes of the larger size and each of them three or four times fairly written over which although they were said to have been collected and digested in some parts by one or more learned heads yet were they wholly directed by herself and attested in the most parts by her own hand End of chapter